In my opinion, I think this is the most relevant time to look into the future. The future, Conan? That's right, contractual friend. <laughs> Let us all look to the future. All the way to the year 2000. The New York School Board will crack down on students who carry guns by insisting they use silencers while in the library. Writing on the success of Evita, producers hurry to release the life story of another prominent woman. Bubita, the trials and tribulations of Pamela Lee. The urban dialect Ebonics will replace English as the nation's chief language. Instead of ending the inaugural oath with, so help me God, presidents will say, yo God, don't play me, sucker. Zero population growth will finally be achieved with the widespread use of a highly effective contraceptive. Michael Jordan Cologne. Johnson & Johnson will replace its No More Tears baby shampoo with the much more useful No More Poo That Looks Like Mustard baby shampoo. <laughs> After retiring from the White House, President Clinton requests and is granted an appointment to a newly formed position in the Department of Health. His title, National Breast and Fried Food Inspector. <laughs> Boutros Boutros Ghali will suffer yet another humiliation when the world decides his name is too ridiculous and forces him to answer to Johnny Bacon Bits. <laughs> After a three-year debate, Congress finally hammers out a compromise on Social Security reform. Benefits will remain the same, but the name Social Security will be changed to, here's your check, you money-grubbing old crone. Ted Kennedy agrees to donate his head to science. After his death, it will be hollowed out and used as a medical school dormitory. In an attempt to update its image, Disney will produce a hardcore gay porno film. <laughs> Unfortunately, two of its stars, Chip and Dale, will be tragically suffocated.
The most popular bumper sticker in Guatemala will be, my child was a Kathy Lee employee of the month. All right, a chilling look at things to come. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, Robert Pastorelli's here from the number one movie. Check it out. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at Pod. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this project in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.com dot fm slash i am cannabis sativa podcast slash support you can also support me on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support this podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar tier if you are feeling extra generous Howdy, y'all. Hope you guys are having a very good one. Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. So this is just going to be sort of a unstructured episode. Um, okay, well, no, that's not completely true. Um, I don't have much of what I want to prepare. Um, I'm so I'm just going. I'm just doing this as we go along. But this was sort of inspired by a um, thread from from cannabis journalists of the Boston Globe, Dan Dan Adams, who does pretty good work for the Boston Globe, and he's he's wanting to sort of ask Canna Twitter or New England Canna Twitter. Um, he wanted to ask their input on what predictions will happen in the mass medical and recreational market this 2020. And um, I, I, I sort of listed my predictions and I, I wanted to just do an episode flushing those out. So I think I think we're going to run into the same stuff, you know, a cannabis control board that holds the plant with nothing but contempt and hate. Um, they're going to continue slow rolling things. They're going to continue taking their sweet time, their sweet, sweet time, um, approving licenses. And, you know, people are going to continue to have to waste lots of money to pay rent for the facilities that they're keeping and to hire lawyers to negotiate the host agreements and all that. You're going to continue to have that happen. Um, so I, I think it's going to be the same as 2019. I think by the time 
we're at the end of 2020. I think we'll have over 60 adult use dispensaries in the state. I think we'll be at around 55, around 50 to 60. I'll be wild. I'd be hugely surprised if that rate was even more if we had 70, 80, 90. But realistically, based on how much we opened in Massachusetts the, um, within one year, we did about 30 something. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to say we'll have by December next year, by December 31st, um, 2020, I, I would say we have about 60 or so dispensaries. Another thing that I feel will also happen is um, I feel that very liberal cities like Cambridge and or Somerville will will put their feet in the water with the cannabis consumption license uh, pilot program. And they're going to take a stab at the social consumption lounges. Um, people call Cambridge very, very liberal and it, and it very, it very much is. And, you know, like, like right wing people are just, they're just people that don't, or just mainstream people. A lot of people jokingly call, um, Cambridge and Somerville, like the, the people's Republic of Cambridge or the people's Republic of Somerville to sort of poke a fun of how liberal and socialist they are. So I do think if any, if any areas are going to try social consumption lounges, it's going to be those two. Um, so, so, the, so the, there might be one, um, but it's going to be, but even the ones that op- end up opening in Somerville and Cambridge will be very, very restrictive. They'll, you could only maybe do vape pens in- indoors. Um, you have to bring your own. Um, you can do edibles, but but I'm not confident you'll get much more beyond that. And even if if people wanted more beyond that, I would. I, I think. I think Baker and Healy would try to pump the brakes again. So I do think those two cities, one or the, one or either both of them, will try to make a jump at social consumption lounges. And um, another prediction that I, I have um, is that Massachusetts will take out-of-state medical marijuana cards, but it is going to come with a huge amount of caveats. Um, what I feel is good, what, uh, and I, I say this because, um, I remember seeing a tweet from one of the other commissioners, surprisingly, um, not named commissioner title that has been for the people. Um, I saw, I think it was commissioner Doyle, I believe I, she tweeted about adding reciprocity to the program. So I do think the other prohibitionists will do it. I do think mass will take out of state cards sometime this year, but I do think it's going to come with a lot of caveats. I, for example, they're going to do this. The trick bag that they're going to try is, um, they're going to do match. They're going to force out of state people to have matching IDs or whatever. So like if you're coming in from California or whatever, let's say you live in California and you're visiting family. I mean, I have a sister in California, so the, so she could run into this situation if she were to come here. But um, hypothetically, like let's say she got, let's say she came to Massachusetts to visit to visit me or us or whatever. Um, I think what how Massachusetts will do the reciprocity is that they won't take. You'll have to have a matching medical marijuana card with your license or whatever. So if if you're coming in from California visiting family in Massachusetts, you have to have both the Cali medical marijuana card and you have to have. 
the Cali license. So let's so and even if you're in the surrounding state, if you're in like Connecticut or Rhode Island, again, you would have to have like if you're visiting a mass dispensary to get your medicine, you'd have to have a, both the Rhode Island card or whatever and the Rhode Island license. So you couldn't you couldn't have any sort of mismatch. I do think I do think these prohibitionist commissioners will try that. You know, because again, their their job is just restricting and limiting and making sure their other rich buddies get licenses ahead of minorities and ahead of the commoners. You know, this is just this is just a make work job for everyone besides commissioner title. You know, they don't care about wielding power and they don't care about making this a good program. That's that's secondary to them, you know, but it's greasing the palms and making sure the right people that have paid them off or whatever that they're buddy buddy with get licenses and again it's their job is just to restrict and limit like i say so so yeah there's going to be that with reciprocity and i also think that the 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 prohibitionist ccc members are going to make it so you could only so you as a visiting patient from another state coming to Massachusetts can only designate one dispensary. So you, you wouldn't be able to sort of shop around because the commission will probably say something along the lines of, oh, we're worried. We're worried about trafficking. So we have to we have to tightly regulate this to make sure it does not leave Massachusetts borders because we can't we can't have that. It's federally illegal, yada, yada, yada. So that's what the other commissioners will say. Um, title will title will vote against this as, as always, but she'll get over written by the other four and you know there'll be a brouhaha or there'll be some controversy over this but it'll fall in deaf ears or or when the ccc makes the rules or whatever saying that they're going to put forth the restrictions i just i just mentioned they 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 will do what they have been doing these past few years they will listen and say we're taking it in, in, into consideration but then they're going they're just going to institute those restrictions on reciprocity like i said so that's another prediction that i have and to round out this sort of episode um i i do want to end it on a good note so one other good prediction i predict and but i don't i don't know if it'll be enough to really get cannabis how we want it but i do think we'll get more wins than we got in 2019 and here's why i think that um in in i want to say november the the cannabis control commission um got got called the f out by by um a social equity cannabis applicant um that has been dragged through the dragged through the mud with this um, bureaucratic um, arduous process, and you know she's had to blow lots of her own money because of the CCC taking their sweet sweet time and only giving to their rich connected white buddies as opposed to people affected by the war and drugs that want to open up businesses. I um so there. So with that protest, I I don't think it's going to change the overall mindset of the control, cannabis control board, but I do think that 
the cannabis activists in Massachusetts have been awakened in a in, in a sense that hasn't really been seen before, in my opinion. And I do think that as as a, as a whole, the can, cannabis activism, like through that win that we got in November, with with Leah calling out the cannabis control board for their foot dragging, I do think that the CCC is going to have a slightly more healthy fear of the population and they will give us a bit more concessions that they did in 2019, 2018, 2017. But again, I mean, I don't, I'm not very convinced that I still think you're going to have big cannabis. I still don't think you're going to have nearly enough craft cannabis. I still don't think they're going to make the barriers of entry lower to open a business. But I do think you'll have some trims around the edges with with this newfound healthy fear they have of us activists now. Um, metaphorical fear, of course. I'm not, again, we don't advocate anyone be harmed. But I do think that they're going to give us more concessions Um this this coming 2020 i do think we'll get we'll get more licenses open maybe maybe we might have a surprise and we might have 70 dispensaries open by the end of 2020 or 80 instead of the 60 that i predicted if we're going at the same rate of 30 per year or whatever so i do think we'll get some some um wins like that like we'll get more dispensaries they'll be open in a few more centrally located areas won't be nearly enough but i do think there's going to be slight i do think they might overperform with the dispensaries and we might get other reforms that we want that i haven't really thought about right now but i i do i do see uh, that happening now that they've been publicly called out it's been and you know that that uh that glorious speech from Leah, the social equity applicant, circulated around the mass canna Twitter universe and went viral. So I do think that they they now they now know that we're not taking their stuff lying down anymore, and we are willing to protest and make them uncomfortable within reason. If we don't, if they, if we feel that they're hiding the ball and they're not addressing our needs, so they are going to acquiesce to us a bit more than they have these past few years. But I sadly don't think it'll be enough. But um, I just want to sort of close it out on that good note. Um, again, um, as always, I'm I join you from Leo, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. Hopefully, hopefully, I'm proven wrong by these negative predictions I, I i i mentioned um hopefully things go a lot better and, and we have craft cannabis like maine does or california does or any of the other western states have um i, I hope to be proven wrong i hope that we're not going to get the same old same old but i'm not confident with the bunch that we've got specifically the commissioners besides uh commissioner title but again, I do think I do think that they now I do f- feel that the cannabis control board knows they're now being watched and that that we will stand up for ourselves now. They they do we're no we're no longer the bully no, we're no longer the bullied person that that the bully can keep taking lunch money from and not throw a metaphorical punch. You know, we've 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 stood up for ourselves with with the rollout 
and now now the board is going to have to pick a, a, a easier target now now that they know that the people can rise up and not take bull crap from them so i i do feel that you're gonna see some improvements but again um hope you guys had a good one peace out and ciao and stay medicaid my friends if you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project there are a few ways that you can do so supporting us helps us keep the lights on pay rent pay for hosting and equipment and travel and you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am cannabis sativa podcast slash support you can also support me on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar tier if you're feeling extra generous Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and I may just play it on a future episode. You can also call and leave a voicemail at 617-466-9389. That is 617-466-9389. 9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to try sequoia organics for a great source of cbd and hemp based products you can check them out by hitting the link https colon slash slash bit dot ly slash three three four k r v nine and you can enter the following codes dogtree 20 tincture 20 off ISO, 15% off CBD, entire store. And you can also get inexpensive CBD flour directly to your door quickly and cheaply in New England and the rest of the United States by going to HTTPS colon slash slash shop dot Boston Empire dot com slash question mark REF equals D Scotland. And my email to contact me is IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out.